You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now one on and a walk and a single for Fernando today. He's been aboard twice. High drive to deep left field for Fernando Tatis Jr. Gone! Home run number 29 of the season, Fernando. Padres add on to their lead, take a 2-0 lead. El Nino with a home run. This is BetQL Daily from BetQL. We continue here on BetQL Daily. Cody Decker, Dave Sherpin in for the Joes. Joining the show right now. My friend, and he's about to become your friend, and I know Dave's ready because he's already got the pods hat on right now. Odyssey MLB insider Tony Gwynn Jr. He calls, uh, by the way, these calls are presented by BetQL. Get across, uh, get get access to data and insights on the sportsbook. Don't want you to see. Be bet smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. Tony, how you doing, brother? Morning, my friends. How are you guys doing? Oh, man, living the dream and just thrilled as hell that we got you on. You know, we just heard the clip right there of Tatis Jr.'s home run yesterday. How are you feeling about your pods going forward? You know, you're doing a lot of these ball games right now, doing play-by-play. What are you seeing out on that field? And do you think they can uh, catch up to the Giants and Dodgers? I I think they can. I think they can. I, and obviously, that's going to take – they're going to need some help from, from the Giants and Dodgers at this point because uh, the Giants clearly have been, as you and I talked about, the surprise of, of the season, I think, by far. So, uh, But I think they have the tools to do it. And, and last night was a good step in that direction. Blake Snell uh, finally had an outing that looked like Blake Snell. He has struggled really all season. And uh, Fernando, he, he's been Fernando all season long. He'll, he'll be in the MVP talks in the National League for sure when it's all said and done. And I think offensively they're starting to kind of come around, and that's really been the last piece uh, that, that's been kind of missing. Man, Tony, this is Dave. Um, we met a long, long time ago at spring training. I played shuffleboard with you. You guys were up in Phoenix. This was back in the day when you guys came up. Uh, it's crazy to finally talk to you. It's really cool. Um, so – We've been talking to people all day. Cody and I went back and forth. I mean, you're you're really in tune with um, the NL West, but like baseball in general. Who's winning the NL East? Like just looking at it, is there a favorite in your eyes right now? I don't. I honestly don't think there's a favorite. I think that division <laughs> is anybody's to anybody's to win. Uh, if you force me to pick one, at this point, I have to say the Mets. Um, uh, and that is really contingent on when DeGrom comes back. When he comes back, is he DeGrom? Um, if he's if he's as good as he was before he went on the IL, uh, I think they probably are the team that 
if you forced me, I'd have to pick. But it's really anybody's division right now. I mean, uh, Phillies are in it. The Nationals are in it. I mean, really the only team out of it, I think, are, are the Marlins, and, and they're only sitting, what, 10 games back or something like along those lines. So um, I, I think it's the Mets. They could This trade deadline, I think, is going to really um, – has the opportunity to really to, to kind of define who, what that division looks like. If the Mets are to go out and they, they're able to get a Chris Bryant, uh, maybe able to add uh, some bullpen or, or a starter, uh, I think that would put them um, – that would give them that heads and shoulders above, I think, the rest of them. But the thing is, because of all the teams are in it, they all could make that same deal and change the whole look of the, of the division. So we'll have to wait and see. We're starting to see movement already in this trade deadline. You know, flipping it away from the NL East, let's talk about the AL East because yesterday the AL East just got a serious shock to the system. Nelson Cruz to the Rays. Not a very Rays move bringing in a big bopper like this, but you you and I have talked on Big Time Baseball a lot this year all about how much we both love the Rays. Is this just putting them over the top for you as it is for me? Because I don't think the Rays are going to be very beatable going forward. I listen. I think it. Uh, they've added another cog to that machine that they just churn out a bunch of victories. And listen, Boomstick, aka Nelson Cruz. Uh, I think this is a this is a steal. And you no, know, leave it to the Rays to jump on it before everybody else is even thinking about it. I don't think the Rays are at the top of the list in terms of teams we thought would be among the first to move, but here they are making a move that I think certainly. I listen at this point, much like the Giants. I have to believe that the, the Red Sox are for real. And they're not – and in that locker room at this point, you have to believe they believe they're for real. So um, that goes a long way. And, and, and the fact that their confidence is I, I can't just discount them. But certainly this move that Tampa Bay uh, made yesterday um, is, is a big boost to the offense for, for, uh, for that Rays team. Tony, as much as a boost is for a team to – make a trade and get a guy like that at the deadline. Can you talk about what it does to a clubhouse or to a team where a guy like, you know, Cruz goes from Minnesota? Like, is it, is it just drudgery to go into that clubhouse and, and, and play? Does it just rip the heart out of a team like that? Or do we kind of overestimate that, you know, from the outside? It, it really depends. Um, I, I was funny. You bring this up. Jesse Agler and I, my, my, my broadcast partner, were just talking about this yesterday. And it's one of those things that depends on the makeup of your team. There's a bunch of veterans on, on that Twins team. And you see a guy like Nelson Cruz get, get traded. Um, the, the, that type of intensity, that type of focus you need can, can wane at times. I'm not saying it will. We were talking about it in terms of the Miami Marlins yesterday. I mean, you, the report comes out that uh, that that Sterling Marte and, and and one of the young guys on that squad, the outfitter, his name slips my mind right now, had a little altercation, and it Sterling Marte is as good as gone from Miami. I mean, they couldn't come to agreement. It sounds like they're going to move them when they can, and it can change how you know guys come into the locker room. It, it's it's it leaves it leaves the team in a, in a weird space where you, you're supposed to be competing, but you're giving up pieces that um, aren't, that aren't helpful to, to you competing. So 
Um, I, it does. It, there is a, a, a little. Um, there is some devastation that leaves behind sometimes when you make a move like that. We often think about the team that gets the player, but the team that loses a player, um, you know, sometimes it can be tough. And then you have the situation where there's a young squad behind him, and there's young guys coming in behind him, and it's a, it's a little bit different outlook when it's that case. You know, let's stay on Sterling Marte because we, we've been talking about all the very, very large names that are out there. Of course, Bryant, Kimbrell, everybody that the Cubs basically have that could be put on the market. Frazier, Story, other names that are out there. But Marte is kind of a name that's gone under the radar. And I think part of that has to do with Joey Gallo being the more attractive target for everybody. Power lefty, could play more positions. Where do you think Sterling Marte is going to end up now that it's looking like the Rangers aren't planning on moving Joey Gallo after all? And if that's the case... There's one team that really comes to mind for me, and it's the Atlanta Braves could really use a Sterling Marte right now. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Great call. Great call. They could definitely use a Sterling Marcher. I thought the Jock Peterson move was a good one for the Braves. It's shown, shown pretty well for them thus far. Adding a guy who most resembles what Acuna can do. Not saying he's anywhere near that level, but he most resembles what Acuna can do. He plays a terrific outfield. He's got the ability to drive the baseball out of the ballpark. He's a good hitter in general. He runs the bases. That's kind of, uh, uh, I hate to say, a poor man's uh, uh, Ronald Acuna Jr., but, yeah, that's kind of what it is. And um, they could use a guy like that. That's a great call. Atlanta would be a good fit uh, for, for, for a guy like Sterling Marte. And then I think you, you have to look in some of the, the American League squads that, that could use a guy like him, right? I mean, uh, Oakland doesn't usually go out and make those type of moves, but they could use a guy like that. They don't have to put him necessarily uh, in center field because they got a good one out there. So uh, I think that's a good call, though. Atlanta seems to be a, a really good fit if they decide to go that route. Tony, does Milwaukee need to make a move? I mean, where they're at in that division really seems like they have control of it. Um Lineup looks pretty solid all the way through. Like, do they need to make a move? And if they do, what is that move to give Milwaukee that push to be, you know, one of the favorites to win the, the National League? You know, you mentioned Sterling Marte. He, he would be a good fit in that outfield as well. Um, they need offense. They could always go another starter and add to the two horses that they have. And now that puts you in – and a conversation where you you could be a contender. The question would be, uh, do you have enough offense? So, um, it, it, the, the don't get me wrong. I don't think the Brewers need to make a move to win the Central. I think they win the Central if they truly want to be a World Series contender. A move or two could could actually put them in that real conversation because you got the two starter uh, horses. Adamas has been a great pickup for them. Uh, and Milwaukee and Yelich is starting to get healthy. You can add another bat and maybe get another arm. If you had to pick one, I'd probably go with a, a, an arm that you could add to that to that rotation that gives you a three-headed monster, and we know how well that does in the playoffs. 
Tony, let's talk about out West because, you know, you're with the Padres right now calling those games. And last night we saw a dumpster fire of an ending of a baseball game for the Los <laughs> Angeles Dodgers. The game was ripped from them. They started the series back one game. They should have split that four game series, but instead get dropped three. I mean, what do you have to say about the Dodgers right now? Are they in trouble and what moves do they need to make in this next eight days? Listen, I, the, I feel like the Dodgers go through this every year at some point where we're having conversations about Kenley, um, and he struggled. I think, listen, you have to be realistic, and I think the Dodgers are. If you think about how they used Kenley last year once they got to the playoffs, it was kind of a similar thing, right? He was struggling going in a little bit. They weren't 100% confident. And so nights they felt like the matchup worked, they used them in the playoffs. Nights they didn't, they didn't bring them in. Uh, you remember Ordeus closed out that game, uh, game six for, for the Dodgers in last year's World Series. So, listen, I think you go always for the Dodgers, it's about bullpen arms to me, always. If they go out and they add, and it don't even have to necessarily be a closer, but it needs to be a back-end arm that can close. And you can go out, you add those type of pieces, and Dodgers have plenty of resources to do so. Uh, I don't think this is as big of a craze as I think people are making. Last night, that's a horrible way to lose a game. Uh, some people will blame it on Kenley. Some people will blame it on the umpire. Either way, it's a bad loss for them. But the good thing is they still got to play the Giants a few more times down the stretch. So they'll have an opportunity. They're still within three games, which is where you need to be going into a series uh, at the end of the year. So uh, I think they, I think they'll be fine. I ultimately think they catch the Giants, but I also think the Giants aren't going anywhere. Todd, last question from me. Um, DeGrom is hurt, but he's still, uh, you know, the, the kind of the leader to win the NL MVP. Do, where do you stand on a pitcher winning a, the MVP versus just the Cy Young? Because, you know, Fernando is is right there. And he's, like you said, he's going to be in the discussion. You're going to get – you you've been watching him. It, it, do you feel like, you know, it can't be a pitcher or can it be a pitcher to win the, uh, the NL MVP? Uh, well, you know, Cody knows exactly how I feel about this one. I, <laughs> I, I think in most cases I'm 100% against it. I think pitchers have the Cy Young, and they shouldn't be involved in an MVP discussion unless – you are doing something historic. Um, and what Jacob deGrom has done thus far has been along those lines. Now, the question you have to ask yourself, he's been on the DIL, I think, two or three different times this season. Has he made enough starts? Because I have a high bar for uh, MVP for a pitcher. And if you're going to be in that conversation, you're going to have to pretty much have the perfect season. The season has been perfect other than the fact that he has missed Quite a few starts at this point. So I, I, he still has a good enough year at this point for it to be a legit thing. Uh, but I think that conversation is not as uh, – there's, there's not as much space between him and the next guy as there was, especially considering he just went on I.O. again. Then I'll finish it with this question for you right now. Say Jacob DeGrom does not come back and finish out his thing. No no explanation, no nothing, just right off the top of your head. Who is the NL MVP if it's not Jacob DeGrom? Fernando Tatis Jr. 
All right. Good. I just think the year, the year, the year he's putting together. This guy has a legitimate chance at 40-40. He's got a better chance at 40 homers right now than he does bags because we, we know how that wears on the body over the course of the year. But he's got a legitimate shot at it. And I just think the year he's had um, has been uh, an MVP type of year. Tony, we can catch you on big-time baseball. They can catch you on Padre games for Bally's, uh, Bally Network. Tony, thank you so much for joining us. Where can they find you on Twitter, by the way? Find me at Tony Gwynn Jr. Follow him on everything he's doing, guys. That was Odyssey MLB insider Tony Gwynn Jr. Insider calls are presented by BetQL. BetQL is here to help us make better bets through real proven analytics. Be it bet smarter and beat the books. Download BetQL app and visit BetQL.com today. Coming up next, it is Lightning Bets, where we make our picks for the day and the weekend. Baseball, home run props, maybe some even more Olympic bets. It's all that and more. Cody Decker, Dave Sherapan, BetQL Daily on the BetQL Network.